Welcome to The Pulse, where we delve deep into the issues and ideas that are shaping the future of education. I'm your host, Rick Cernsey, Superintendent of the Putnam County School District, and each week we'll be talking to teachers, administrators, and other experts in the field about the latest trends, best practices, and most pressing concerns in education. Whether you're a teacher, a parent, or just someone who cares about education, this podcast is for you. So sit back, relax, and let's dive into the pulse. I'm here today with Lance Dahr, who is a junior at QI Roberts Junior Senior High School, and I've known Lance's uh, family for some time, and I know they're very proud of you, Lance, and I know that uh, you are really working hard here at QI Roberts Junior Senior High School, and I know that uh, recently you've won an honor. Can you talk to us about the honor that, um, or the recognition that you've received? Yes, sir. So I won the Sunshine State Scholar for the county. This uh, I went there this past month. It was a really cool experience. We got to sit there and work with technology and just learn more about STEM. And we also, you know, met with other students from around the county. And it was just, I mean, around the state for the state of Florida. And it was just really cool to talk with them and just see the, the opportunities to stay in the state of Florida and just what you can do. Well, that's pretty impressive. And congratulations, by the way. And that's Thank you quite an honor so tell me about you know with you mentioned stem and and uh, you know winning this award and all that so i don't know if that's part of your future or not but talk to me about your future aspirations and career goals so right now i plan on graduating from high school and majoring in some sort of field of engineering i'm not 100 percent sure right now which field i want to go into but aerospace engineering has really interested me and I would love to go into that because of the history I've had with drones and working with them here at QI. And right now I'm just considering like UF, Embry-Riddle, UNF as potential colleges I'd like to attend. And that's great. And, and um, I commend you for that. I hear that's a really growing field. Um, what do you see yourself doing after you go through college and become an aerospace engineer? Uh, might do something with like, because some engineers, you know, they'll work with planes or something but one thing that's really interested me is the use of drones uh, using engineering like using farming now and different things like i know uh, clay electric and fpl have actually started using it to survey their power lines and not putting linemen up in trucks for safety yeah drone technology is really getting to be um pretty uh common now and um i think that's a, a very wise field to go into so uh tell me some of the things that you've done here at qi at QI Roberts that, you know, you talked about drones and some of the aerospace stuff. Tell me some of the stuff you've done here that maybe has kind of built up that your career aspirations. So last year, my sophomore year, I took an aerospace class with Dr. Jim Neal at the school. And it was really cool because we got to obtain our part 107 license, which is a commercial license that allows you to use your drone for like commercial purposes and make money off of it. And going through that test, I was able to get that license. And now I actually have my own drone photography business that I use. And doing that has been really cool, working with realtors and seeing everything. But what really started it was I began filming for the Placa High School football team with a drone back in 2022 when uh, new head coach Patrick Turner mm-hmm. got there. And we used the drone to, uh, for their practices and games. And it was really cool to give them that film and be able to see it because it's something they've never seen before. You can't get the same thing with sideline cameras. That is very cool. And, of course, I'm, I'm a former football coach. And, you know, it's funny how far we've come. I remember back in the 80s when I coached football, we used to film, of course, from the press box. 
and we would film with 16 millimeter mm-hmm. millimeter film and we'd have to take it in and get it developed then watch it the next day but the drones they that's actually real-time stuff they mm-hmm. can actually i've seen them on the sidelines looking at a monitor yep. and they can actually see formations and all that from a bird's eye view yep. so that is very impressive and i like the idea of kind of that entrepreneur spirit of mm-hmm. you could actually earn money doing that and you mentioned tell me a little more about how you earn money and kind of your business side of the drone technology so like personally what i've been doing is uh, i found local realtors and they just asked me to take pictures and video of property and houses to help them in selling properties and like a lot of people in our class last year got these licenses, and so going to qi you can do that but you just have to work on it and build a kind of company like that and like currently right now i'm working on a project with the Wallaca police department and we're creating a promotional video in order to attract more officers for their department mm-hmm. and so I've just been using my drone to take uh, pictures and videos of attractions in Wallaca to help create that video. And then it's been really cool to work with them. And I can't wait to see the finished product for that. That is very cool. And uh, I've talked to a former student here. And I'll think of his name in a minute. You probably know who I'm talking about. But I know he does. He uses his drone business for like hunting hogs and alligators mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So it's amazing what you can do with drones now. The neat thing that I hear about drone technology is it actually gives you that working knowledge where if you wanted to go into get your pilot's license, you know, flying, flying a plane and maybe even go into commercial piloting. Tell me about how that might give you a little advantage to become a pilot, some of that terminology. So like here at QI with Colonel Daniel Lewandowski, you can take classes with uh that are like dual enrollment with Embry-Riddle where you can learn more stuff about that and just... For like getting a part 107 license for a drone, you have to learn the airplane stuff because you have to understand what pilots go through in order to get their stuff because you're in their airspace and you have to understand how planes work and how drones work and how all the airspace is integrated. So definitely I think if you take something like that, it can take you right into becoming a pilot and just, I'm not personally towards the pilot side of the stuff, but I think if you really want to get into that, that's a great place to start is with drones. Very good. Very good. You know, I've actually had the opportunity, Lance, and I know you're probably jealous when you hear me say this, but I actually uh, went down to uh, Cape Canaveral mm-hmm. a few months ago and watched, uh, actually went on a tour of uh, the New Shepherd place, um, mm-hmm. and there's another name I'm thinking of, but anyway, that's where they actually build rockets, and they took us out to the launch site, and you know, the uh, the private side of space travel now is really getting popular. Mm-hmm. You know, Jeff Bezos yep. and... Um, Elon Musk and all they're doing a lot of private stuff and I know they're talking about you know going back to the moon and just doing a lot of stuff out there um, that's really going to expand our horizons but any any thoughts about maybe being involved in that type of um, you know the space industry you know once you get your engineering degree yeah I think just going through and really being involved in that kind of stuff and just if you start off small with like a little drone and just take like classes here at QI, you can take it for actually they have a class where they have built a rocket as like a project and like have satellites and that kind of stuff. So I think as you start out small in kind of aerospace and you think about the engineering side of it and then you don't know where it can take you and take you anywhere from being on the ground with a drone to space and just looking at that kind of stuff and knowing the opportunities that are out there are good for you. That's great. That's great. So tell me this, uh, and I'm just kind of following up on some of this, but who are some uh, maybe some adults or people that you maybe admire that maybe are doing that type of 
you know, career or who are some people you, you know, you look up to as adults that in general that uh, you might just mention as they might be someone that has had an influence on you? I think someone that's really had an influence on me was my teacher last year, Dr. Jim Neal, because mm-hmm. he actually personally does like uh, photography with drones, and he kind of showed me how to get into that. And it's just been really cool to see that. And then Colonel Ski here at QI, has been he does all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And of course, he was in the Air Force for a long time. So he, like in our classes, he'll share stories of certain things he did. And it's just really cool to see what you can get into with that kind of career. And I know both those teachers, and they're they're both phenomenal guys, and they're great mentors and great examples. And on the uh, on the other side of the coin, tell me how you might kind of pour yourself into younger students. I mean, you're going to be a senior next year, have only a few days left as being a junior. Mm-hmm. So as these younger students come up, what might be some advice you might give some of these younger students at QI or some other schools here in Putnam County? I would say just explore your options in terms of like electives in the class, like take things you think you'd be interested in. You might, you try aerospace and you learn you love it. And there may be certain aspects you don't like as much, maybe like flying or something, but it's not just flying planes and everything like that. You can get into so much more with just aerospace engineering as a whole. So that's how I started. I took an aerospace class in eighth grade and ever since I've taken an aerospace class here at QI and it's just been really cool. So I think just exploring your options and seeing what's out there is really cool. Well, that's great advice. And, and you know, one thing we're, we're really focusing on here in Putnam County is, um, you know, STEM. Mm-hmm. And not only just in high school, we're re- really trying to build that K-12 STEM process where students in elementary school can learn about STEM, coding and maker spaces and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. working with Lego and all the things that really build that interest. And then we actually, when they get to sixth grade, they have a daily STEM class. And what we're trying to do is really build that um that career pathway once they get into junior high, mm-hmm. like you talked about. So um, any advice for maybe those younger kids that might be listening, what are some things they might do to kind of get interested in STEM, STEM opportunities? I'll definitely say like uh, being committed, like your classes and just seeing that and taking those different classes and appreciating them and like the opportunities the district gives them for having those classes for mm-hmm. K through 12. And then also doing things like outside of school with it. Like, I never would have thought five years ago that I'd be flying a drone for a football team to get stuff. So just see whatever you can do to get involved in that. It could be like, because like uh, this weekend they have a, a racing for drones here at QI and doing things. Just get involved in small things like that and just see what you like about it and what you want to do. And that could put you on a career path. That's great advice. And, and you know, you talked about the racing thing with drones and it kind of made me think about, the importance of extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about just athletics, but kind of like you're talking about competition with drones or, and you know, the good thing about that, you get to meet other people, maybe yep. from other schools, and you really start to build that extra interest in some of the things in technology and STEM. So how has that helped you grow and, you know, it's kind of set you on that career path as far as being involved in some of the like drone racing and other outside activities? So I think definitely something like working with the high school and the football team with the drones. I've met a lot of different people, and it's kind of – I was shy when I first got into middle school, and that kind of opens you up when you have, like, a bunch of staff and you have to talk to them because I have to do that and run a computer and everything else and have a I have a little – I call staff under me. Mm-hmm. Like two other people I work with the computers, and, you know, it just kind of opens you up. And learning and talking to the other people – 
And like now, you know, Coach Patrick Turner has been really good to me and helping me and just seeing the opportunities that I have. And, you know, you wouldn't expect that from a football coach. You think, oh, you go in the NFL or something, that's what you get from. But there's, they can help you so many other ways. And, you know, again, being a former football coach, I can really see the value of what you're doing, not only in games, but I'm sure like in practices. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many applications of that. And I really commend you for doing that. And I know Coach Turner, too. And I I really commend him for engaging you in that because I think that really gives him an opportunity to see some things he otherwise couldn't see. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really, you know, harnessing that technology and really, you know, taking it to the next level. So. Congratulations on that. And talk to me a minute about um, kind of the, you know, we talked about the job market and a lot of the STEM opportunities. And, you know, what I've heard in some of my research is that a lot of the jobs we have now are probably going to go away in the next 10 years Mm -hmm. or so. As a matter of fact, I've heard like 65% of our current careers will probably go away. Tell me about, uh, you know, how you see high school students now. What do you see them going into in the future? I mean, kind of those future jobs. You ever thought about that? And Well, I think that's where STEM comes to be really important because you see like a lot of jobs being replaced by AI and everything like that. So there's got to be people that develop that. So yeah. I think getting involved in STEM kind of shows you that and how all these robots and AI work. And so if you know that, I mean... <laughs> If you're creating the stuff, I mean, you're obviously going to have a job. You have to make that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I think being able to see that and, like, taking these STEM classes is very important because it makes people realize that, that there's other jobs out there, but sometimes, you know, the lower jobs that might be replaced by AI and stuff in the future, you, but you can take over with that in STEM and be able to create that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I think, you know, to your point, I think those lower-level jobs – are going to go away mm-hmm. or be replaced by artificial intelligence. And, um, you know, high school students need to think right now, what can I do that's going to be uh, applicable to the job market? You know, problem solving, that type of thing. There may be jobs out there that they can do that don't even exist yet. Mm-hmm. And I think they just need to think about generally what are some things, some skills I need to have to be able to be marketable. So I think you're positioning yourself in a good way that, um, you know, just to be, you know, available for those careers that haven't been invented yet. So talk to me as you go into your senior year, and I know I've talked to some other students about applying to colleges and that type of thing, and you mentioned, you know, like Emory-Riddle and mm-hmm. some other possible schools. What are you doing now to prepare yourself for the application process? And you might have already started. So, now, like, uh, actually, this week I started getting letter- letters of recommendation from some of my teachers and like the principal here at QI. And so, just doing that kind of stuff. And like over the summer, I'm going to visit some of the colleges. So, I think that's very important to like know where you're going and actually go there. And then, of course, all the applications and everything I'll do over the summer. But you have to make sure you're prepared for it. You don't want to go you know, towards the end of your senior year, like, oh, I need to apply to all these colleges. Oh, I need to get these letters. You have to space yourself out so you have time and you're not super stressed about the stuff. And it's just kind of an easy process through your senior year. And, you know, another thing I would um, ask people to think about who are listening is there's so much money available Mm -hmm. for scholarships that just sit there and nobody ever takes advantage of it. And I think a lot of times students think about, well, I really don't feel like writing an essay or whatever. But, you know, people that take the time to do that, mm-hmm. there's really a lot of financial opportunities available. So 
but I'm really glad to hear that you're starting this process early and it's going to give you more options later. Have you, have you thought about talking to some maybe current college students or s- some other people who have gone through the process that might give you some insight? Mm, like I know a couple seniors here at QI and they've talked about, you know, how they've gotten into certain programs and everything. And like, uh, Colonel Ski's son, Mark Lewandowski, he's actually going to Embry-Riddle, and he's a senior this year. And so, you know, I've talked to him about the kind of things he's going into. So I think knowing people and being able to communicate, you have to communicate with the seniors. And then knowing them and you be able to learn things about what's going to be for your senior year and what kind of things you need to do to be successful. That's great. That's great. And, you know, you, you have to have a network of people. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, even in my job, I have a network of people I talk to all over the United States. And... um you know, I think we can't solve everything ourselves. We don't we don't know it all, and we need to be able to pick up the phone and talk to people, kind of like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, I commend you for having that um, you know, that perspective on things, and uh, that you're willing to reach out to other people. So, as we close, tell me, um, you know, what are some people? What are some things that you would want people to know about Lance Dollar? that they may not know. What are some things that maybe we haven't talked about that uh, might be unique about you that you want people to know about? If a prospective employer or college were listening to this right now, what's one thing you want people to know about you? Uh, one thing I'll definitely say is being committed and showing up. I think that's important to just anything in life is just like showing up because like right now, of course, I have school here at QI, but I also run uh, cross country and track for Palaka High School. And so I think the little things like for coaches and teachers is showing up to class, showing up to practices and doing those kind of things. Because sure, you get to do the fun things in school and do the fun things like games and going to state and everything like that. But if you don't show up to this, to school and practices to gain on those skills and just keep on moving forward, I think that's just you're not doing what you should in order to be successful so i think just showing up and being there and being dedicated to the things you do is very important you know i couldn't say that better i I really think you know as an employer myself i really look at those people who show up and especially show up when things aren't going well Mm -hmm. and who are committed and who stay the course and that is a tremendous work ethic you have and uh, i think that's going to serve you well in the future and um like I've said before, when I was talking to some of your other classmates, you're forming that foundation now when you need those letters of recommendation, Mm -hmm. either for school or a job later, people are going to be able to say, Lance Dollar showed up Mm -hmm. and he showed up every day and he did what was asked of him. So yeah, you're, you're showing wisdom beyond your years. And I I really appreciate that because that's what we want. You know, we talk about a portrait of a graduate. Mm -hmm. That's what people want. They want people that are going to be committed. And that, that's not something we see all the time these years. So, Lance, thank you for being here today. And I, I see you've prepared yourself well. Yeah, and, thank uh, you for having me. Yeah. And uh, I can't wait to hear uh, what people think about our conversation. So look forward to talking to you again. No, it's thank been you. my pleasure. Okay.